Hello and welcome back to Definitely, the podcast where we discuss topics that we know nothing about with absolute certainty. I'm Regan. And I'm Dylan. And this episode is our Corona Quarantine special, and we'll be discussing everything about pandemics. I'm ready. I, I'm I'm so ready. Just just I just wanted to address something real quick at the top of this episode, Dill. Yeah. Um, and that is number one. Even though we're going to be talking about these things very confidently, um, let's just remember we are not professionals on this stuff. Um, don't take anything that we say as fact, and definitely not as medical advice. I think that's a good rule, just for anything we say. Yeah. Not even this. Episode. Just for any of our podcasts. <laughs> And then the second one is we are going to be making jokes um, in this episode about pandemics. And that's the point of this podcast. We want to be entertaining. Um, however, we do understand the severity of the current situation. Um, so just understand anything we say are jokes and we actually are taking this very seriously outside of this podcast. Absolutely. So I just wanted to kick off with that as a little disclaimer, just so people don't get too offended there. Well, exactly. If somebody, if somebody personally or had a, had a family member that was affected by any plague, um, then yeah, that would, that would be offensive. <laughs> yeah, we definitely wouldn't want to be taking it lightly, except for in the name of entertainment, of course. <laughs> well, almost all things are excusable in the name of good, good entertainment. So, pandemic still. Mm. Um, just off the top of your head, give me a couple of what, what are a couple of things you know about pandemics. Uh, well, pandemics, major disease outbreak. Obviously, it reaches a pandemic mm. once uh, the World Health Organization decides. Nobody knows how they do that. They just one day decide enough is enough. Let's give it a name. Pandemic. Let's go. Um, previous mm. pandemics, you're obviously looking at uh, Black Plague. Big one. Uh, you got the Ebola crisis. Even though, you know, I didn't say Ebola pandemic. So <laughs> who knows? And uh, uh, COVID-19. That's, that's the one that's currently uh, that's all over. One. That's all over the news at the time of recording this podcast. So. Mm. Yeah. That's the one currently keeping us all cooped up, mm. which is not the most fun situation. So, Dil, um, just, of course, this is common knowledge. I'm going to count down to three, two, one. After one, we're just both going to say at the same time um, the most devastating pandemic that there ever was. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm totally yep. ready for that. Yeah. Okay. Ready? Three, two, one. Black, Black Plague. plague. Hey, yep. okay, um, so we said the same thing. Well, because that's the right answer. So we know this was devastating. Yeah, I know. It was, it was, yeah. it was horrible. I wasn't there at the time. No, when was it, Dil? Uh, 16th century. Yep. Is that right? 16th century because <laughs> they, uh, they, had, they had enough boats to carry rats, but uh, mm. they, weren't, they weren't advanced enough yet to have those little things that <laughs> stop the rats from coming on board, you know? Yeah, yeah. The the 16th century, give or take a couple of hundred years. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly that. And um, and how many people died in this in the Black Plague deal? Of course, we can't. We don't have accurate numbers, but estimated to the best of our ability. You're looking 24 million people. 24 million people died. Between 24 million and a 100 million. In that ballpark. In that ballpark, is that right? Yeah. Well, and the thing with where, where did they die? Were they all British? No, they weren't all British. It was it was all Europe. It was everywhere that a rat had a had a, had a visa. So um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was all of all of Europe that was getting that had access to. Well, it wasn't actually the rats. It wasn't the rats, was it? It was the the disease was carried on 
the fleas and the parasites that were on the rats. Ah. Yeah, the rats actually they they catch a bad rep for it. Yeah. But they were they were sort of the vehicles. I mean, I mean the boats were the vehicles, but you go boats, rats, fleas, virus. Yeah. The rats were kind of the old um, uber plague. Yeah. As they would have called it back then. Yep, scapegoats, scapegoats. Yeah. So, as Dylan just said, an estimated 75 to 200 million people died in the Black Plague, which happened in the 14th century. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> nothing but facts here, of course. One thing you, uh, you've got to remember is that history is written by the conquerors, and we know this. So, look, our numbers could differ. It depends on who we're getting our information from. But, you know, we're, we're still, we're, we're close, we're close. Um, but what is the thing, I guess, that sort of qualifies it? We're, we're putting it out in the news. We're using the big P, that big P, scary P word that makes people buy toilet paper in, in unproportionate amounts. What is the definition behind this word, pandemic? Pandemic? Um, that's a, <laughs> that is a great question. I, here we go. Pandemic is now a disease that has posed a major threat to the global community and needs uh, preventative measures in order to stop it from aggressively spreading transcontinental globally and causing major illness and death. Yeah, that's pretty much. So from my understanding, a pandemic is just a disease. I remember I read a Wikipedia page this morning. That's where my expertise comes from. I don't have that innate intelligence on pandemics like you do, Dil. Um, but from my understanding of what I read in a Wikipedia page in which I could understand every fifth word, um, a pandemic is when as soon as a transmittable, fatal, deadly disease it goes global, leaves its continent of origin, we label it a pandemic. Right. Do you think that sounds extreme? Do you think we, we, um, we're using the word pandemic a little bit too flippantly? I don't think we're using it enough. <laughs> it's continent. Like, how big is, like, the, the uh, I guess, the, what do they call it, the Eurasian continent? It's enormous. It's huge. It can kill, uh, between China, India, and Russia, you, you, you're <laughs> killing, like, half of the world's population. You go, hey, 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 calm down. Not a <laughs> pandemic yet. <laughs> nobody, nobody in China, like... <laughs> Nobody in China's left the country yet. Like, we haven't heard a single sniff in Egypt yet. I don't know. I I think I think um I don't know, maybe maybe we should start looking at population as opposed to these land borders. Mm. Or maybe climate. Yeah. Being able to to move into different climates as well. I think uh mm. these are all good things that I might even uh you know send a little letter to who? Some tips. Mm. Yeah, I think we should definitely go into that, get onto who, um, and tell them, tell them what they've got wrong. To be honest, um, <laughs> just tell them they're being a little bit too, a little bit too hasty. Yeah, a little um, bit too stingy. Come on. Yeah, yeah. So, so we've defined the term pandemic. We've critiqued the term pandemic. Um, let's talk about managing this thing. Yeah. Um, so, somebody eats a bat in China. Mm. Every second. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so let's, 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 look, let's look at the current timeline for this thing. So right. someone eats a bat in China. A bad bat. Um, Somebody a bad eats bat. a good bat. bat every second in China. Um, Somebody <laughs> eats a special bat, kickstarts the event. Mm, yeah, so somebody has a corona bat. 
and from there, this thing starts to spread around China. A few old people die. It gets out to some surrounding Asian countries. It goes into Europe. It hits Italy like a truck. Gets over to America, South America, Australia. Boom, we've got a pandemic on our hands. Mm, mm. First call of response. What is it? Uh, from the... Well, everyone has different responses, right? So, I mean, are mm. we looking at a government response? Are we looking at a World Health Organization response? Or are we looking at an individual uh, person-to-person response? Because there's three different well, things you got to... Uh, well, first things first is the uh, government in, in China tried to silence it and, told, and mm. told, uh, told their whistleblowers <laughs> and, and their nurses to calm down. All right? we, don't need, we don't need any more bad publicity right now. <laughs> um, yeah. Just, just yeah. chill. It was just a bat. How bad could this thing get? <laughs> yeah. No, but um, yeah. So from what happened first, I assume there was, a, there was the government response. Mm. And some, some, not me, not not the views of this podcast, but some have said that the Chinese government probably shouldn't have uh, continued their their pretty all too common uh, procedure of silencing whistleblowers, and maybe should have taken it seriously. And then yeah. you know, at a at a World Health Organization response, I have frankly no idea. I think they're a bit like the UN, like there are a lot of people sit together and they have some very good ideas. And they suggest mm. these very good ideas based on professional advice and experts. And they give it to world governments and they say, hey, we should do this. Hey, what about this? And then uh, anyone who doesn't want to play ball just goes, okay, that's cool advice, UN. I'm going to keep doing <laughs> what I'm doing. Or like, I don't know how much power they, they actually have. Um, so I don't, I don't even know what their response really could be. For all that I've heard is that they've said, it's now a pandemic. <laughs> Uh, and then the occasional piece of advice, like wash your hands and check that you haven't lost your sense of smell. Um, but beyond that, I don't, I don't really know exactly what their response can be. But on an individual level, once, once pandemic status is confirmed, you just got to gotta go ham at the checkout. You got to... <laughs> I'm talking doomsday prepping. I'm talking about pushing elderly people out of the way, snatching out of their trolley. <laughs> it's not theirs until they've paid for it. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like I, with, with pandemics like this, especially the fact that it's not um, from domestic livestock, there's actually no change to supply. You know, the toilet paper mm, yeah. manufacturers aren't making less toilet paper. Uh, mm. So realistically, if, if we'd kept our buying habits the same, very little change. Very, very little change. Yeah. Probably an increase in online shopping. I mean, the actual supply-demand equation, the supply element hasn't changed, so people just need to keep calm and carry on. The Brits are good at that. Mm, we are. Um, so I think that genuinely is the response. Obviously, you take the advice of professionals, um, <laughs> unlike us on the channel. Mm. Not that we're not taking advice. We're not professionals. That's what I'm getting at. But yeah. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good summary, obviously. Mm. But uh, do you, you got, anything, got anything to add on that? Yeah, well, who? Um, once again, not the band, the World Health Organization. Thanks. Every time you mention that, I go, maybe this time he is talking about the band. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep you updated. Um, if the <laughs> band comes up, I'll make sure you you know. Um, they're not a political organization. They're a scientific organization. Mm, okay. So their job is not to provide new laws, um, you know, new things to put in place. Their job is to find the facts about what's going on with these viruses and to get those facts out into the world. Wait, so are you telling me that I'm meant to be getting my medical advice from who? 
and not from Facebook and Reddit? You wouldn't think so. <laughs> that's unusual because I, I think generally when you have a lot of people talking anonymously, that's a really good place. Mm. Uh, well, Facebook's not even anonymous. I mean, now we really talk and people have got to put their, their name to their... Mm. Nobody would lie. Nobody would lie if they could be quoted for it. No, no. I mean, there's a lot of people that don't use their, their real name on Facebook. Um, if, if they're being truly honest, they, sh- they should just have a label, hey? And those people would just be labeled either Boomer or Karen. <laughs> that's, that's, that's ageist. And <laughs> maybe sexist. I don't know if you can have male no. Karens. Probably. You can have male Karens. I'm not saying that all women are Karens. I'm just saying that... Um, <laughs> are you saying all boomers are boomers, though? Can you be a boomer and not be a boomer? Even, what about even a cool boomer? Boomers. A boomer with an A. A boomer. Yeah, no. But you see, the thing about that is, the more cool that a boomer acts, they're still a boomer. And they're just a boomer acting cool. So that makes them even more boomer. I suppose. Yeah, like you see a boomer wearing like a full Nike tracksuit. It's like, <laughs> okay, boomer. Yeah, but Jeff Goldblum, right? Hear me out, Jeff Goldblum. You see him, you don't go, that's an uninformed boomer. You go, that is a man with taste, with sex appeal, with distinction, with accolade. I want to hear what he has to say about the coronavirus. <laughs> I want to hear what he has to say, but I'm, I'm not going to take advice from old Jeff Goldboomer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I walked right into that. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be 100% honest there My sound guy just wrote down Jeff Goldboomer in his notes and showed it to me <laughs> You I see, can't I, don't have, I don't have <laughs> ghostwriters here I, don't... <laughs> I do just want to oh, chime man. in Chime in on that quick breaking news mm. Prince Charles has tested positive No He's so... Oh, oh my... This he's man, 71. He's sev- let's, let's, let's talk about this, though, because this is big. Prince Charles is now 71. He has coronavirus, so he's high risk here. Mm. But he's 70. He hasn't just lived 71 years. He has lived 71 years waiting to be king. Mm. Now, the queen is, the queen is like 95. Mm. She's, she's on her way out soon. Could you imagine dying, waiting 71 years to be king, and then a woman eats a bat... And you die a year before you get to become king. The other thing is, she isn't going to be allowed to visit him. Mm. So if he gets any worse, like, he's on his own. He is. I think, well, he's not on his own. He's, the, he's next in line for the, for the, to be the king of England. <laughs> I think he can get medical attention. I think uh, he's, he's vulnerable by demographic, but uh, not by the same standards that us peasants are. Quite gen- genuinely peasants. Mm. Um, yeah. This is correct, this is correct uh, language in this circumstance. Uh, um, what, what do you... Th- <laughs> this is so off topic. <laughs> what do you think Prince Charles calls the Queen? Does he call her mum? What do you mean does he call her mum? <laughs> it's his mum. I, I, okay, I'm going to be... I'm, I, I don't know the royal family. I'm going to so be Prince, honest. Prince, so when Charles, you said, Prince Charles is yeah. the Queen's son. Does, he's a 70-year-old man. Does this 70-year-old man call the Queen mum? Once you reach 70, you don't have to call anyone mum. That's the fact. <laughs> when you, it's, it cuts off. Um, well, yeah, at 70, nobody should be calling someone else mum. They just be- <laughs> uh, I think you've, you've lived long enough both as adults to be on a first-name basis. <laughs> when you've got half a decade, or no, half a century, half a century of shared adulthood at that point, yeah. she's just Liz. Just Lizzie. She's just Liz. Liz too, um, maybe. Yeah. 
Um, well, so. yeah, yeah. Back. Thanks for that breaking news there, Heiner. Keep it up. Um, but back on topic, back to pandemics in general, because remember this, this episode mm. is the Corona quarantine special, but we're not just talking about Corona. We're talking about pandemics in general. Um, so Dil, I'm just going to list a couple of pandemics here. Yeah. And I just want you to tell me whatever you know about them. Sure. Talk to me about malaria. Malaria? That I mean, that's still going, bro. Mm. I, I want to know when... Okay. Now, this this will be a bit of a shock for some of our listeners, but I'm actually... I don't know everything about everything. And malaria is one of those that I'm actually <laughs> a little bit uh, unsure about. And I, and I say that because... I did not know that malaria had a starting point. Like, it did the who just get formed and then they said, first order of business, what's this thing that's always been around killing everybody? <laughs> malaria. Or was it like everything was hunky-dory and then uh, some sneaky mozzie jumped out of Mozambique and started breeding in Bali and now it's, and now it's a drama? Mm. Truthfully. I don't know. Yeah, I think... Mosquito-borne, I guess I can tell you that. Mosquito-borne, major problem in Africa. Kills more yeah. people than anything else, just about. And it's preventable so easily. Uh, mosquito nets and water drainage mm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, um, well, malaria would have become a pandemic when intercontinental travel became more common. Um, and, the, mm. and the mosquitoes could get around. Um, I, probably, I, I would say, when planes started going around because i couldn't see a mosquito or even a family of mosquitoes that could go from generation to, dra- to generation um like surviving on a boat that's going from africa to like to europe mind you that's a that can be a very small trip actually if you go from like egypt to spain yeah okay never mind <laughs> you can you can swim that <laughs> you can <laughs> yeah well i mean somebody could theoretically yeah. Somebody who uh, could swim more than a, an Olympic swimming pool. Mm. <laughs> I can't, I, I'm, 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 land skills and water skills are, are not transferable. They're completely different. Different yeah. fitness, different talents. Um, okay. Let's talk about future pandemics. What is, what is, <laughs> what is the next big... <laughs> you, want, you want me to spoil it? <laughs> well, I mean, no, nobody would have said that in 2020, by March, I would have to live in my bedroom. Um, You've been doing that for f- <laughs> four years as it is. But it was, no, man, Bill Gates. There's, I've seen, there's this TED talk yeah, that he did. Yeah, I did see that. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's, and it's very, not ready. you know, I don't know. For some reason, I expected some, like the, ri- or, you know, at the time, the richest man in the world to also be the best at everything in the world, but his public speaking's a bit average. <laughs> his presentation's a bit okay, whatever. Like you, you finish it and you go, "Wow, we're we're screwed." And then like, there's no takeaway beyond that. Mm. It's like the takeaway is like government should be doing more. And you, as as just normal viewer, you're like, "Okay, thanks, Bill Gates. Um, <laughs> all right, well, I'll keep that in the back of my mind while I'm playing tennis this Saturday. <laughs> just think about the impending <laughs> pandemic." Yeah. Um, yeah, but anyway, um, so we're currently facing Corona, which as we've already discussed, a woman ate a bat and then China put the fingers in their ears and pretended it didn't happen for a while. And that's why we're here now. What's, what's this the This is the second thing? time you said this. Do we know it's a woman? Do you, I mean, is this, <laughs> well, I, <laughs> have you just decided, have you, no, I feel I, like, 
this this might be biased. When I heard that somebody ate a bat in China, I I pictured the guy, and it was a guy. I was like, this guy. He ate a bat. Wow. I didn't even cross my mind that it might have been a woman. I feel like you know, men. You know, you know what the bell curve looks like for intelligence. There's a couple more at the top. <laughs> you know that there's uh, there's there's a, that equal amount right at the bottom. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe eating bat isn't correlated to intelligence. Um, uh, I'm no, no, carried no. away, but. It was a dude in my head, 100%. The reason I say woman is because when this corona thing first started to take off and when they revealed that it came from bats, a video started circulating of a woman eating a bat. And it was just, it was just, a, <laughs> it was just a citizen enjoying her bat lunch. <laughs> and they were like pinning this woman on her lunch break, just having like a clean, a clean bat. They were accusing her of starting this pandemic. So that's why Much in my head rough, it's a woman. Hey, Imagine... Imagine being her that night watching the news and it's like, hey, hey, that's me. That's like, um, that's like being a fat person whenever they do those exposés on, on obesity in the country. And there's all these cropped, these people walking around with their heads cropped off on camera. It's like, imagine being like, hey, those are my cargoes. Those are my roles. Imagine being recognized, recognizing yourself on TV as a fat person B-roll. <laughs> that's, that's a low. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Any what? What? So we know how this one came about. How, what do you think the next one's going to be? Is it going to be animal started? Is it going to be human started? Is it going to be bio warfare? What is going to be the next? Where's the next pandemic coming from? Well, look, not to get not to put a feather in the hat of the doomsday preppers, but how do we know that this one's not bio warfare? Because a woman ate a bat. <laughs> Maybe North Korea was getting real upset with China. Oh, they're kind of buddy buddy. But look, I'm not saying it's outside the realm of possibility. For bio bioterrorism, mm. I don't think this one is. I, I got I got no grounds for saying that. <laughs> then again, that's that's most things we we say on this. But yeah, it could be it could be anything. You really have no idea. Um, yeah. If I was going to take a stab in the dark, and if anybody was to listen to this podcast during the next pandemic, if there is another, you know, we might we might learn a lot from this one. We might learn mm. a lot, and we go, that's it. We've figured it out. Everyone has their toilet paper stockpiles. We can immediately self-isolate the whole planet. Mm. Boom, gone. Do you know? Do you want to know where all my bets are going? Where Wait, I'm. I want to. I want to hear. I was about to ask. You know, if anybody here can can just tell the future from a gut mm. feeling, it's you. Yeah, I am putting all my chips into the fish basket. <laughs> because if we look at if we look at where the as far as animals go, where we've gotten these previous pandemics from, we've been attacked by the mm. birds. Mm-hmm. We've been attacked by the insects with malaria and mm. the like. Mm. Mm. We have been attacked by the farm animals. Who knows how many times? Well, we've had mad cow That's disease. True. We've had swine flu. We've had uh, the sheep probably gave us something. Um, but the fish have, have just been lying dormant, brewing this perfect disease, waiting for us to eat. The fish are going to cause the next <laughs> pandemic. Tell me I'm wrong. You know, now that you've said it, I can't make a compelling argument against it. Although, don't <laughs> fish aren't fish like way less likely to carry disease and cancer like while they're alive? I thought like something in their in their genetics and their cell because they're like much uh, not their cell their cells they're multicellular <laughs> organisms. But I thought they're they're way more uh, they're way more resilient to like cancers and stuff like that. I know sharks can't even get cancer even if they wanted mm-hmm. to. They can't. Sharks mm-hmm. can smoke. Do you know that? What? <laughs> How they could, could if they sh- wanted to. There's no fire on the water. 
I mean, there's that, but I mean, vaping. Oh, oh you're not saying physically. That. You're saying they could smoke without the repercussion of cancer. They could smoke for only the benefits. Okay. I know um, lobsters as well. Like, they, their cells don't even age. Mm. They, can, they can't die of old age. They, but they die because they get too big to feed mm. themselves and to, like, shell themselves. If you, if you wanted... And you had enough resources and a big tank. You could let a lobster live forever. <laughs> that's pretty cool. It's just until a healthy... You get, never, until you get yeah. hungry, at least. Yeah, that's when you catch a disease, a 600-year-old lobster. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I think you talking about how resilient fish are only backs up my theory. Because Oh, we're getting means... confident. We're getting confident in fish. Yeah, but no, not only that. If fish truly are this resilient and they can't get cancer and they can't get all these things, oh, the I disease see, that I does see. take them out is going to be an absolute killer. So if there's a disease that can take... We don't fish stand out, a chance. I know. Tell me it's not going to mm. be fish. All of you, and you, know, you people know what? who are not eating fish yeah. at the moment, you are doing something right and I say keep it up. <laughs> you know what, man? And fish, they travel. They get around. They catch mm. those currents. Boom, yeah. Asia today, like, you know, West Coast of Africa mm. tomorrow. Yeah, it's a pandemic before it even starts. Sure. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> no, what I'm saying It's a, it's a is, storm brewing. <laughs> well, I'll, the six the six who steps to a pandemic, if it's the fish starting mm. it, we're going to skip a few because somebody having their local fish and chips in England is going to get it. And then we don't need that person or people that the person's been in contact with to travel. The fish are doing the traveling. Next thing you know, somebody in Australia is going to have their lovely fish and chips and they're going to have it. It's multi-continent. It's a pandemic with two people and none of them have traveled. Yeah, I like it. I, uh, oh, I don't like it. I like the theory. I think it's good. <laughs> I think we need to start uh, keeping, a, keeping an eye on the fish health. Mm. We need to start fishing more. We got to get rid of them. It's time yeah. to start overfishing. The Japanese yeah. knew it. They knew mm, it was coming. They did. <laughs> They've been wailing. <laughs> they try to warn us. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Final topic here. I feel like I've blamed. I think I've blamed enough countries <laughs> for world problems this this episode. <laughs> this isn't good. Uh, so far, we've blamed the Australia. We've blamed the the Egyptians, China, North Korea, Japan. Let's move this on. We've spoken about different phases of a pandemic. We're talking about future pandemics. We're talking about past pandemics. Let's talk about this last mm. thing now because it's something that people are going to be, that need to be pre-prepared for. Let's talk about the come down of a pandemic. So um, we found, down. let's say, mm. the, um, the pandemic, we found the vaccine for it. Um, we found the cure. People are getting vaccinated. We can finally come back out into the world. Things can reopen. What happens after a pandemic like this where so many businesses have had to shut down, um, flights have almost completely stopped? What, what, how do we come back from this deal? What happens after a pandemic? Well, first things first, Nando's. <laughs> I think we all, we all head down to the closest Nando's. Yeah, I get, a, get a platter for two. Get a platter for 200. Mm. You get a platter for 200. You know what? That's where the economy starts picking up. Nando's is hiring people. We're all confidently spending at Nando's again. They're hiring people. <laughs> Casuals getting work. Franchises getting work. I think, I think first of all, that's, that should be plan A. That's plan A. 
um, I think I think there's not actually. I don't think there's going to be like a end date, so to say. It's like one of those things where we are only like you know at, at the start of 2020 did the last Ebola case get put into medical attention mm. or something like that. I think I think these things fizzle out more than get stopped yeah. purely because when you're creating a vaccine, um, not you, but I know you've done some work it's in the far, past. It's far when, uh, when, when, <laughs> when, when they're putting together, they, they, you know, we've got research institutions and... Again, not, not the band. Who, I don't even know. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm still well, not talking about the band. I'm them? still talking about the World Health Have you heard any music from them recently? I think they're working <laughs> on other projects and it's not beyond... Anyways. No, but once you once you have this this vaccine, you know mm. something that confidently deals with it. You've got to do trials, man. You can't just start in, in, injecting way mm. more people than even had um, COVID nineteen. You can't you can't just start injecting everybody with this substance that you mm. believe will cure it, and then also you know get prevent them from getting it. Because it turns mm. out, like, what if like three years down the line, this thing that we thought was all neato actually develops like a bowel cancer? Suddenly, you've mm. given more people bowel cancer than even had, you know, this coronavirus. So I think human trials take a really long time. You can't fast track a lot of that, this sort of stuff. And just the big question that everyone's been waiting for, and then we can you can head us out of this episode, Dylan. But the big mm. question we all want to know is, Dylan, we have tickets to go watch James Blunt in November. Are we going to see him? James Blunt, November twenty twenty. Good question. You know what? I'm going to say it. As long as James Blunt is in my city, nothing's going to stop me. Yes, that's all I need to hear. <laughs> that's a t- that's the wrong attitude though, isn't it? That's the <laughs> that's the people that think their uh that think their uh local event is more important. <laughs> yeah, maybe not, hey. <laughs> Stay at home. Thank you for listening to this uh, episode of Definitely. Uh, I hope you've learned something because we certainly haven't. Um, you can find Definitely on Spotify or Apple Podcast Music thing. Whatever you're listening to it on now, you'll be able to listen to it on again. Um, I've been Dylan. And I've been Regan. And we'll catch you next time. Definitely. Definitely.